2: Welcome to Friday everybody. I'm the only person in Benzinga HQ right now but that's okay. The show must start and go on. We got a show today. We've got a jobs number. We are going to talk about GameStop. Obviously, we're going to talk about GameStop. What drove the new the pop yesterday and then the subsequent drop this morning. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Humana. Holy cow, Humana yesterday is exhibit A as to why investing is just so ridiculously hard. We'll talk about that. We'll take questions from our chat. We have Trevor Neal on this show. He hasn't been on for, for some time, but he is fantastic. He's got a really good way to visualize how the market rotates from different sectors and different stocks. So he'll be on at 835. You guys know what to do in the meantime. Hit that like button. Hit subscribe. Tell your neighbors. Wake them up. Tell them we're starting our show, and you got to be here. This is Pre-Market Prep with Joel O'Connor, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel. I've got Mr. Joel O'Connor here with me. Dennis will be on shortly. Uh, Joel, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy
3: Friday, indeed. There's
2: Dennis. Happy Friday, everyone.
3: All I'm right, ready. let's run down the numbers real quick and then get to some stonks. Uh, spoo's stonks. down. We, er, haven't spoo's up.
4: we haven't heard stonks in a while. Nah, Joe says that sometimes. That, wasn't think. that from Portnoy? No. Was that who started stonks? Thing. I thought it was Portnoy stirred of that. It, it was Reddit. Reddit. I think it was Portnoy. I'm no. saying Portnoy. Okay, but no. But anyway. Spoo's
3: up four, 91.5, just kind of nestling in there between uh, the closes from Wednesday and Thursday. IWM flat. Crude up 51 cents. Hang out there right at 80 bucks. Uh, gold down 90 cents. 17.88. 30, just not Flat. Silver's flat. 22.14. Slow leak in Bitcoin here. Boy oh boy. I'm not sure where we're going to find a bottom in Bitcoin. And Ethereum, that's down one hundred and eighty-one dollars and three thousand two hundred and thirty-six jobs. Friday, do we get a, a hot number? And oh my God, we have to start raising rates tomorrow, <laughs> or do we kind of get it like a, a bad number? And like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be so hawkish. Which way is it going, Triple Deer? I don't think you anybody really don't knows. care.
4: I don't, and I don't really care. I just want volatility as a trader. <laughs> um, as an investor, you like the stocks going up. But so, you know, when the stocks go down, my investment portfolio hurts as well. Not as bad as if I had a lot of growthy names. But, I mean, here we are. This, you know, situation. The rotation continues. I mean, again, we saw yesterday actually towards the afternoon. Actually, it was a washout on the Kathy names right off the hop. Yeah, And then they bought them late morning and they kind of held on to the gains early afternoon. And now we're at a standstill. So, really, they're, they're waiting here right now trying to decide. Well, are we going to like the jobs number? Are we not going to like the jobs number? Are we going to buy the banks? Are we going to sell the banks? Are we going to like rates? You know, what's going to happen? There's going to be some major movement here in 26 minutes. I'm going to obviously leave a few minutes before that to prep for it. Because the one thing I can promise you on this jobs number is we're going to get some chop. And this has been the word of 2022. It's not momentum. It's not jumping in the breakouts. It's been the fade trade, and it has been choppy, 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 and I think that continues for this foreseeable future. And uh,
3: we really, we did really get a pop yesterday. We did, you know, there's always the chance when you have that big down day, right, that you're going to get the two-day move, the flush, right? And they did it in the pre-market, and they did it once during the regular session, but – it was good. I mean, it you know we didn't have you know the two day crater. On the other hand, you know there wasn't that just bye 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 you know that one, like we just got to get this thing back to forty seven fifty bye 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 bye. It was you could feel people. I right, we got the number coming out tomorrow. I need to be a little bit more conservative. I'm going to square some positions. Yeah, and uh, that's the kind of day we had. Did uh did you just cut off triple D?
2: No, he cut himself off. <laughs> I don't okay.
3: Know, I don't know. Uh, by the way,
2: everyone. Uh, shout out to Enver for the new graphics today. To Let's let see. You, let us know what you think. We've got some new fancy schmancy graphics and transitions. Uh, this was all Enver. So if you hate it, yell at him. If you like it, you can praise us. Wait, wait what, what, what can you can you go back to it? Oh, we're on it. Yeah, we're on it right now. I mean, we can't see it on StreamYard, but it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now. Oh, I got to go to YouTube. I go to YouTube should out. we yeah.
3: ever is so shy can, can we just can you bring him on just real quickly I, so people can just see who he is real quick uh, i would love to
2: and enver 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 he's come on, Amber, on just say hi that's, he won't do it. it there he is hey, that's, hey, the behind,
4: that's the man behind the curtain right there, there the like the wizard of oz you pull the curtain back and that's who you, you got finally got me we got yeah. <laughs> All right, Enver. You think Uh-oh. it's being run by the trading gods, but it's really being run by Enver. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hi, Enver. Jack, oh, was give us some right. love.
2: Everyone give Enver some love in the chat. All right. Thanks a lot for these graphics, Enver. <laughs> hey, let's talk about GameStop here. Um this okay. was this was the after hours news of the day. Um, so the headline it was all very straightforward from the Wall Street Journal. Um the headline is, is 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 says everything right GameStop entering NFT and cryptocurrency markets as part of turnaround plan Now uh those of you following the GameStop story your first reaction was oh we knew that already duh um because that that in itself was was already known, right? This this has been in development for for months. GameStop had that website, if you recall. There are some hints dropped along the way. A lot of people did know about this. Um, what the article uh, had that maybe was was new was just a little bit more details, right? They provided more details about, for example, the number of people that GameStop has hired uh, to help on this front, the number of deals that they're close to to signing with with cryptocurrency firms. Um, so it just provided more color, but the actual headline itself wasn't really new news.
4: Now, all that being said, let's go see how the stock reacted. Oh, just rip, roar, and rally to an unbelievable amount. So I had the initial oomph to like 152, 153, and a pause there. And I had this thought process. I'm like well, this is ridiculous to be up this much on a headline that we already knew, which, you know, because we have talked about, like you said, Spencer, you know, this is not, you know, the first time that it's been mentioned that they're going to get into the NFT market. And I was like, maybe I should short it. And I was like, you know what? Nope, because I don't know how stupid this can get. Anyways, thank goodness, you know, I sat back and did not short it at 152 because then it went took off in the next bar up to 175. Put like four tops in there, Joel. And then obviously, like you were saying, you know, there was somebody made a stand and said, nope, you're not going higher. I don't know who it was, but, you know, just looking at that chart, I think you're absolutely right. Somebody made a hard stand there. And, um, you know, it's come off significantly from those highs now. Still trading up 23 points on this. Who knows? This stock can go wherever it wants. It's been disconnected from fundamentals for the better part of a year now. Um, you know, it makes no sense that it was 142, 43, 40. 340. 150. New low the move yesterday. It doesn't matter, it's just numbers on this thing because nobody's trading this on fundamentals at all. Completely disconnected. Like I said, I do believe stocks always reconnect eventually. I don't know when this thing's gonna reconnect. I pretty much, you know, the only way I'll trade this is if I'm pairing it up or something. I wouldn't be trading the leader. I did trade the laggards on this. So when GameStop started yep. rip roaring rally, I did buy some AMC, I did buy some Bed Bath and Beyond. I did buy a few of those names. I'm already out of all those trades, um, but there was, um, you know, there was a lift in some of those meme stock names. AMC was one that probably got the most lift. I think at one point in time it was up three bucks. So there was a relationship trade off of it. But to just say, "Oh, GameStop, it's dumb that it's up 20 points," and I'm going to short it, it's a dangerous stock to do that on. Normally, normal headlines wasn't GameStop was up too much on it. I'd take a shot and short into it, but not on GameStop. I'm spooked on that stock. Uh, still still uh, spooked a year later I know, a year I know. later a year later and, and, year and, later. When,
3: and when we spoke and last night and after i pulled it up it was after you know they were forming the 175s they, that's why i had asked you i could see at 152 155 you're scratching your head maybe a pause and then it you know you get your face ripped off but oh. it, yeah but then it, it just seems like someone said okay enough is enough here 175 and then you know it took a few brackets you know to to break it I don't I mean is it gonna go red on the day I don't know I'll just look at the if you're looking uh you know it probably won't go red in the day because you got the people that are stuck short now are gonna have to work their way out of it but I'll call uh support at the top of yesterday's range 137.70 and I don't think you. I don't think you sniffed that pre-market high. That's just when I look. I'd pick an intermediate level in between there. I've been wrong before, but I think the boys got some work to do. Get it back up to one seventy-five.
4: And I mean, the reason this goes up, and everybody likes to think that the market is manipulated, you know, and it's all just, you know, and and to a certain extent, it actually is. It's probably manipulated by headlines more than anything. I yeah. mean, Even this headline in itself. Right. I mean. You know, look. I I mean, but it's not. It wasn't a headline. I guess it was an article from the Wall Street Journal. But every buzzword in the article, <laughs> NFTs and cryptos. Make sure you get all those buzzwords in that headline. I mean, it's you know, the media manipulates stocks more than anything. So I'm not saying there's nothing to this. I'm sure that they they're looking into what they can do. It kind of see it as an uh, as a fit too. I mean, games. You know, NFTs. It kind of fits in. It's not yeah. like they're completely going off the charts. When AMC is getting into NFTs, you're like. wow you know does not make as nearly as much sense as a gate as a GameStop. So, I get it. Um, you know, I get that they're getting into that. Is it worth 17% more today? Well, it wasn't never worth 100, 131 dollars didn't make sense. So, you can't fundamental. you can't do any fundamental analysis on this and say and come up and crunch your numbers and come up with a $154 price target. You know, you just can't do it. So, it's going to get driven on headlines. If there's another headline after this, maybe it gets driven again. But I think there's market makers that are just spooked to short stuff like this. I'm spooked to short stuff like this. So it's hard to keep the price in check. And that's why this thing has these violent moves, because there isn't that natural liquidity that's keeping the price in check. It's very retail driven. It's very story driven. And just as much as story hasn't mattered in 2022, it still matters to GameStop. It's the only thing that keeps the price elevated is the potential for a story. It's a big headline. So, you know, is it going to drive the rest? You know, we're getting, you know, questions. Is it going to drive the rest of the meme stocks? It did a bit last night. Let's see what it does. If GameStop can start ripping, then some of the other stocks could go again. But it's kind of leaked half of the gains already, 20 points off, up mm-hmm. 23. So we'll, we'll I would leave it as a leader. If you're trading AMC, you're absolutely watching GameStop action. If GameStop, if GameStop starts to, you know, rip, roar, and rally again, AMC could get a bit of lift off of it too. I mean, nice double bottom AMC too, Joel. Just looking at the charts, look at this. Bring up the AMC. Perfect double bottom. 2080, the low on December 14th, 2080, the low on January the 6th, yesterday. So technically, that looks healthy to me. Not saying I'm coming in buying AMC, you know, as a long term investment. It'll never touch my long term investment portfolio. Like I said, I still think the price goes lower in the long run, but short term, you got a little double bottom.
3: And uh, you know it, it probably whoever was making the stand at 26 or 175, it, you know, it, you don't know if it was someone trained, but man, if you got stuck long that thing and you had the news, it made a new low of the move. You talk about a gift from the you know, the trading guy upstairs, holy mackerel! So, another, and I think another, a
4: lot of people probably coming in and taking that gift, and that's why you see you yeah, know, you a go profit go. taking right. on it, or some people just saying. Yeah, I've been, you know, really hit hard in this stock and now I'm getting, you know, half of my money back or a chunk of my money back and pretty happy to get that back a lot of people. You know, so I it's hard to call this stock from a fundamental basis, but we can just say again technically speaking, AMC little double bottom and obviously from GameStop perspective, it did breach its low made a new low on the move yesterday, but headlines, Trump, technicals every single got. time. And we've talked about this on the show over the last seven years lots of times too doesn't matter how pretty the chart is or what the chart looks like you get a headline then then technicals matter afterwards but there's going to be a repricing so just because you have a bearish chart bullish headline it can break you out of that bearish pattern headlines trump all
2: and 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 so again just just I'll, I'll have a couple of things and, and then we'll put a bow on this um again the headline itself was not like quote unquote new news if anything if anything was new it was just a couple of details in the article um i was i did not sleep at all last night so i was i've been i was on reddit like 4 hours ago and i was just like scrolling through and i saw a lot of people talking about like oh we already knew this therefore this can't be why the stock is higher and i and, and, <laughs> and i and I, I wanted to uh it's caution- just going
4: up because
2: it's Caution just, against yeah. that because just because you know something and you think doesn't mean don't like don't assume that the market always knows all because we got proven wrong the other day like with the Fed minutes right like the the Fed yeah. until, the Fed minutes like what was in there wasn't really that it wasn't that new it was a little bit new but it wasn't that new and the market exactly totally, point. totally reacted so uh, I was looking through Reddit and I and, uh, you know I was looking through the different subreddits um, even if you assume the two uh, everyone on Reddit. Is is uh, everyone on like the Reddit, the, the stock subreddits, like Wall Street Bets and, and whatever? Even if you assume they all know everything about GameStop, there's fifth fifteen million uh, followers between those two uh, groups, and there's a hundred million retail trading accounts in the United States. Okay, so the universe is so much wider than than it, than it is than it is just Reddit. Okay, that's the first thing. And the second thing is, if this was a year ago, um, GameStop probably keeps going this morning, right? But it's not a year ago anymore, right? It's a different kind of market. There's bag holders everywhere in that thing. No, but also like... Keep the lid on it. But also, it's a, we're just in a different market. You know what I mean? Like growth, yeah. like GameStop is kind of growth. I don't know. I don't know. It's its own thing. But like it, it, it's a, it, it moves with. It, it's a risk. It moves with growth names, right? And growth is weak. We've talked about this for months. Yeah. Right. So like, it's a different kind of market. I'm not at all surprised to see it trading off its highs from last night because that's kind of the way things go here. But
4: um, yeah, selling the rip has worked very well. I mean, yeah. but again on that stock you could have been selling the rip of 155 and then it's 175 yeah, and you're like yeah. oh my goodness how do you control the risk on that one it's tough like you get those four tops maybe you can try it but it, it's it's a difficult stock to trade but just yeah. to your point you know don't assume that the market knows everything i would say the exact opposite assume the market knows nothing because this market has <laughs> been that the most realistic market that i've ever seen it prices in nothing you know, you get a headline that's already out there and they drive the stock up, you know, GameStop 40 points on it. It's so simplistic. I mean, the algos are all simplistic. It's algorithmic driven. And that's probably why this market, you know, there's just not a lot of fundamental people saying, you know, sitting there driving GameStop saying, we already know this. The algos don't care. They see this headline, NFT GameStop, and they buy the hell out of it. So yeah, there's retail, you know, following the algos, but see algos that ripped out on that headline. And if we went and looked at the tape, I'm sure in zero seconds after that Dow Jones article oh, yeah. comes out, oh. that they're ripping GameStop up, you know, like I looking bring up the chart. I'm sure it went up, you know, in the first minute that, you know, 15, 20 points, like instantly. So it's algorithmic driven. The algorithms just are programmed in. They don't think they're programmed for what they are. That's where it's very simplistic. 20 years ago, it wasn't like this. You know, there's a lot of, you know, okay, let's analyze, you know, and put on our hats and figure it all out. But in the short run, it's all algorithmic driven. Yeah, very good point uh okay so let, let's
2: move away here uh from that and, and move on to uh the, the big the big mover of the day yesterday uh yeah. during the session uh which, which was human Joel and I discussed this uh at length yesterday on the at the close show just a, a, an absolutely brutal looking uh chart uh if you if you somehow missed the news uh human updated their guidance for the year and they said that they expect their new membership uh their, their number of new members to be about half of what they said previously uh which is is a pretty big cut to their uh, to their membership guidance so that's what that's what the catalyst was that was out yesterday morning um you you don't often see stocks like like that make a move like that
4: that's incredible move i i can't even believe the move um You know, you look at Humana and you look at the long-term charts and you've been trading in this range. You were at the top of the range yesterday (laughs) and you literally took out a year and a half of gains in one candle in one day. It makes me not even want to invest in the market when you see stuff like that. That's what I said to Spencer. If you start seeing stuff like this happen again and again, it'll spook people out. So, you know, this is what we started seeing happening, you know, especially after the financial crisis, you know, you'd see just stocks all of a sudden, boom. Even after the tech bubble burst, I can remember the first one. you remember this one, Joel? It was Lucent Technologies. And it was like just just at the beginning, like March 2000. And Lucent fell 55% on an earnings report, 55%, it got cut in half. It was the most widely owned stock at that time because it was an ATT spin-off. spinoff. So the most widely owned stock in, in the US fell 55% on an earnings report. And I was like, is that right? Did it split? Was there something there? No, no, it just fell 55% one day. And that you know spooked people out of the markets for years, not the Lucent event, but then obviously the cascading after that. You start seeing stocks fall 20, 30 percent that are staples in people's portfolio, they get turned off of investing. So it's not a good thing for investors overall when you start seeing stuff like this happen. Um, is it a buying opportunity? I would let the dust settle, but you know, you have Sony bag holes, you have people that are just gasping, they can't even believe they lost a year and a half gains in one day on a stable stock like Humana. This isn't some technology stock. No, this is a stock that moves three, four bucks a day, loses eighty points in one day on, you know, a guidance headline, which, you know, wasn't even, I looked at it, wasn't even, even seem that bad, but well, the market hits first, asks questions later. They hate lowering guidance. Um, I don't even know what to say. You can bring it to the technicals, Joel, but I yeah, don't lay yeah. off until. Yeah, actually, there's, know, there's, least, there's yeah. not, not trying to be a hero on this one.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's no bounce and people are only 3,500 shares have traded. So I would look at this one and it uh, takes out, you know, uh, 360, I wouldn't try it for long, it takes out 360, you know, that's your number, look for more downside, uh, what do you got on the monthlies, uh, boom, it's below, well, 364.67 uh, was a monthly low, but we took that out, there were a pair of monthly lows at uh, at 365, so if you want to use the monthly lows, on the, lean on the 360, uh, but Boy, oh boy! But I just and I, I'm not going to have the answer for this. But there's got to be some fundamental reason for this, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I don't. I don't and know what it is. I mean, well, I don't well, know. Well, if well, it's... What
4: was the report? What, well, no, no,
3: no, no, no. I mean, why? Why the Medicare is R- right? So, so, much.
2: so maybe they lost like some some Medicare like partnership is, is. I think is what Joel's getting at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Or oh, why well, the or,
4: yeah, or the cut.
3: number of people? I, you know. Um, You know, older. Well, this is for new enrollees. So I I am not a a demographic expert, but, you know, the baby boomers, they're probably not up there for Medicare yet. Right. And then maybe the old people are, are past, you know, are, you know, moving on and the baby boomers are not quite eligible enough for Medicare. I don't know. I, I'd have to talk to someone that knows a little bit more about this. Than um, me. But. A,
2: a really interesting question here from Martin, right? And he's at so. I, and I'll, I'll pose it to either of you, and I think you both can answer it well. Is like in terms of market dynamics, what happens in Humana yesterday morning? to make it go down from, what was the close, 4.60 on, on Wednesday, or yeah, Wednesday, to, to 4.20, just huge gap like that, right? How does that work in terms of just the market dynamics?
4: Also, no, well, you can say from a market-making perspective, you see something open down like that, market-makers, for the most part, back hell off until you get some stabilization. And then you get some stabilization. But what can happen, it's more interesting, when you see that free fall after broke 400 down to 360, you see how it goes down a straight line like that? So you do have market makers like Citadel Virtue are going to be consistent, constantly making markets and everything. And the way they make money is by flipping. So, you know, they do very well, you know, and a little choppy. They can do well in a trending market as long as you got a little bit of chop to you. When you go in a straight down market like that, sometimes you can get a situation where the market makers almost get too full, meaning that, okay, we got too much of this stock. So we're just going to back off providing liquidity. And then it opens it up more and more. And, And that can happen. You know, and I'm not saying necessarily it's Citadel or Virtue did like, you know, but there's lots of different market makers, electronic market making firms that don't have affirmative obligations. They get too much of a stock. Even myself, if I get too much of a stock, I'm going to stop buying that stock. So it's the same thing. You get too heavy in one stock. So if it's going straight down, Market makers can get too full. And then it can really start going down because then you start losing more liquidity and then you have people, you know, just, you know, panicking and it just, you know, that's how little mini crashes happen. And that's basically what Humana was yesterday in that stock. It was a crash. It was a crash in that one stock on the headline. But we see, we see yeah. this every day. But it's the, the fact that, you know, market makers don't have the affirmative obligations that they used to. Not that they would always follow those affirmative obligations, but it's a different dynamic now. They get too full. They back the hell off! Yeah, you know? no bids. We're not bidding but, this, for Joel. Joel. In terms of just buyers and sellers,
3: though, can you maybe explain? Like, what I, I what I think happened was, uh, you know, and I, I, you, you just get a crescendo of stops in here. Now I don't know how many people use stops to protect profits or whatever, but boom. I mean, off the open, you had, you know, you had everything between like four fifty five and four twenty executed, right? So those those are market orders, and then you know. I mean, in a in a stock like Humana, you know, let's say it four twenty starts going down. If there's a ten thousand and I, I this is just hypothetically thinking, if there's a ten thousand share sell stop at four ten, I mean, you're gonna, you know, and there's no stop living on it, you're gonna knock out a lot of levels. I mean, that's a four hundred dollar stock, a hundred up. I mean, you know, I I someone in the group yesterday and I'd be um I'd be uh um interested to know. He had a UNH sell stop in. And I just wonder what kind of slippage you got it. But um, there won't
4: be that much slippage. I mean Really? It, no, there's even on something like this. It's still fairly smooth. So you might have slippage of like 20, 30 cents. You're not going to see slippage of like $2 on something like this in you a flash so? crash you can know. No, there's no there's not even a spike. Do you see a $2 move on that? Do you see any two, any $2 movement on any smaller candle? No. So, you know, on Humana, on Humana, I'm sure it was trading probably a buck wide, so it's possible you could get a $2, but, you know, you're probably getting $0.50 a buck worth of slippage on that. I traded it. You know, you got to move in for like $0.50, you know, like even right now in the pre-market, it's $0.90 wide. So it's just the fact that, you know, stocks, you know, when they get the bad news in this market, this is the type of market that people back the hell up and wait for, you know, it's so momentum driven. So when you start seeing that happen, all the momentum traders back off. The value traders are slow and stodgy. So maybe they're going to come in and eventually give it some support, but they probably don't even realize half the value traders don't even realize it until you know they see the newspaper the next day. Um, seriously, you know, like <laughs> taking <laughs> I, I, I it back. Just, like they're, they're slower I traders. I don't know if that's true anymore. No, well, they're slower traders. Is it's an exaggeration? I mean, okay, the headline on your on your Benzinga yeah. Pro, but I mean. They're, there's not like value traders are sitting there actively trading. They're slower. They're like so now they're analyzing the value guys is looking is like okay, what well, do the fundamentals make sense? They they take their time with their decisions. That's why they're very you know good fun. That's why fund, good fundamental investors like Warren Buffett you know do well over time because they really do their homework. You know where traders are just you know going off of their momentum and going off of you know technicals. They're going off of a lot of different things.
2: Sure, and and also like what about the advisor managing? You know, ten billion dollars for you know a hundred wealthy families. He's not going to make any rash decisions like
3: that,
4: right? Exactly,
2: you
3: know? right. So the yeah, volume so- went from seven seven hundred thousand on Wednesday to seven million yesterday. Um, and I was just uh, looking so, on that. Wow. So when also you know what you see there, and another reason for that kind of decline is, you know, I don't know how much of an institutional holding that is, but there could be an institution that you know just loaded up during you know loaded up at 300 or 310 320 they take a and, while to get out and they're like I, uh-oh uh, this is you know let, let's get rid of half of this or let you know let's get rid of some of it and they're still selling at a profit not nearly at the kind of profit that they had earlier in the week but th- there's a couple market dynamics for you
4: The jobs report here. I'm going to go prepare for a few minutes. I will probably be back at you in seven or eight minutes just because there's going to be a lot of chop here. I think you're going to see five fake outs before I even come back. (laughs) Okay, that'll be you faking everybody out. I
2: uh, know Dennis read my mind. I was about be to get uh, faked out. <laughs> uh, I was about to trip. Whoa. The voice of Dennis there Ooh, in the background, the disembodied voice. Uh, But no, that was a great discussion. And, and and if you were, you know, if you hadn't seen it by now, I mean, all of uh, humanist peers, right. UNH, Cigna, Centene, CNC, right. Ticker CI, ticker ANTM all moved off the headline yesterday. But anyway, it eight twenty eight Now we are T minus two minutes until the jobs number. Here is what to expect. It, it's, it's, it's expected to be a hot number, and by hot I mean just like bigger month over month. Um, the expectation is for four hundred and forty-seven thousand non-farm jobs uh, being added last month versus uh, November was two hundred and ten thousand. That was that was that was a yeah. lot lower. That was a yeah. lot lower. Um, so, it, and if you pull up a chart, actually, you know what? I'll do this right now. Let me just pull up a chart of the non-farm payrolls uh, monthly figure going back. I don't know, a year or so, or we could just get a feel for like, just the, the, speaking of chop, just the choppiness of this this data point here. You can see uh, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down uh, every few months. Uh, So anyway, 447 is one key number. Uh, 4.1% is your other key number. That's your expectation for your unemployment rate, 4.1%, which would be down from 4.2% in November. If you recall, all the way back in the before times, before COVID, uh, unemployment was down in the 3.6% range. Um, So that's where we're at. Uh, We'll bring up the futures charts here, and we'll just let this thing rip.
3: How are we doing, Joel, out there? ahead of it. Um uh, just focusing in here. Uh we're we're steady. We're up a couple handles here. Uh two closes. Uh the, the lowest close of the last ten days that was yesterday at eighty seven fifty. Uh pre-market high oh five seventy five. Uh if you could clear the pre-market high, you got about ten bucks up to uh Thursday's high at fifteen seventy-five. So there's there's a ten-point pocket. Now, if you take out the pre-market low at seventy-eight sixty-five, you got to air down to sixty-two. But I I don't know. I I think the the pop over 0575, That quick t- ten-point pop. Will be a little bit easier than getting it down to yesterday's low, but uh, here we go. Headline number jobs report imminent. They like it so far. Yep, we're still, popping. So 40- again, yeah, go go ahead. Ahead. no,
2: no. I was going to say. So here's the routine, right? We look at the overall indexes. We look at the TLT. We look at the banks. We
3: look at uh, tech. That's where we. That's where our eyes go right now. Who? Someone jumped? Did someone jump the gun there? When we got up to forty seven hundred, I'm not seeing anything yet.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm also not even seeing anything. What the heck? There it is. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh whoa. Okay. Uh, what? Oh man, this number, it is a hard number to narrow down. Holy cow, that's a big miss. 199 jobs added last month. Remember the, the estimate was at 447, and we got 199. Remember what the ADP number was yesterday? That was a huge beat. It was like a a 40 or 50% or maybe more is a 100% b the adp number that would that appears to have not have tra- uh um transferred over to the non farm payroll figure so 199,000 jobs added last month versus a 210,000 job uh, estimate. it might not seem like a lot but that is a pretty notable miss there on the headline number
3: wow they they tried they tried to pop it fast made a we're kind of up to what, to forty, just over forty seven hundred. There, uh, sellers coming in, kind of where we were before we started the numbers. So you didn't get that pop. So we're thinking weak number, weak economy. You're thinking maybe rates aren't not going to go down, or rates are not going to go up as much. But I think the reading here uh, is that it's it's a bad number, and that's not good. I, I don't good. know
2: because, on the other hand, the unemployment came in below estimates. We, yeah. are, now, we are now back down below four percent unemployment. Now, if you want, if you have a bone to pick, if you want to, you know, criticize the numbers and 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 the, and the methodology and the survey, I think that's all fair game. But the numbers are what they are, and the market cares very much what they say. So, three point nine percent unemployment. For uh, uh I'm sorry, uh, two hundred and uh, uh no, hundred ninety nine thousand jobs added. Um uh, so j- j- just just a just a big miss. 199 versus 447. Uh 210 was the prior. Um it it it's just yeah, it a, a big miss. A big, big miss. miss. Anyway, uh, and, watch, uh watching the, watching the market here, TLT dipping, banks uh di- dropping off that. Yeah. Uh, tech tech choppiness, tech chop. That's what we're seeing.
3: Yep, let me go to the uh the pre-market trading here, TLT. There wasn't much going on. Let's take a look at uh, JP Morgan. Let's tighten up the the time frame. Big run in JP Morgan and uh this is not they wanted a hot number for uh for JP Morgan also you have uh earnings coming out next week. So this is not boding well for the banks. Uh big number for you JP Morgan traders uh keep an eye. You got a big gap area. Three lows in the same area. Let's just call it 164. We haven't got near that yet. Uh Bank America, I know, has had a really strong move. That's down uh 18 cents. Just sellers lined up here at 48 over the last two sessions and still hanging up there. So the bank's not moving much off it. Uh what are we looking at? Uh,
2: well he- here's a thought I just had, right? The Fed has already signaled that they're less concerned with full employment than they are about inflation, okay? So if the Fed has said that, then in theory, this number should be not as big a deal as CPI. Uh, So maybe that's why we're seeing some relatively muted moves here right now. I mean, we're seeing moves, no doubt, but it's not, nothing insane is happening out there. So um, I I think maybe, I should have thought 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 of that before, frankly, but I think that, is what could be happening here is um, this number is uh, probably good news. If you are looking for a job, uh, because it means that there is still um, jobs not being filled. Um, not a great, not, not great if you're waiting on full employment. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's just a thought I just had. I think maybe see C- the Fed has already said CPI inflation is, is
3: very yeah. important for them. So, I think that probably is more relevant here than the actual. Now uh, this is weird. I mean the the spoons are selling off, but I'm looking at the I'm looking at the stocks and people don't know what the hell to do with the stocks. Yeah, I mean they're they're i I, I mean I'm barely in the, in the top components too. I I mean Apple. Uh, this this can't be right.
4: I wonder if there's something. I mean. Hurt. I don't know what to do with the stocks. Like you're sitting it's all chop. It's like like what? I I joked, I'm gonna get five fake outs. It's all just fake outs. It's okay. all just the whole first like three minutes here is just fake outs. Like we're just did da did. So you're just sitting in stocks or just sitting back like Yeah. Normally like if you see the market get hit, you're whacking stocks. You see the market rip, you're wha- you're buying stocks, but you're like, is it ripping or are we dipping? I hasn't made up its mind. We're sitting here flat on everything. So the banks don't know what to do. SPY doesn't know what to do. QQ doesn't know what to do. It's all kind of moving together. A lot of times you'll see banks go one direction and the tech stocks go the other, but they haven't made up their mind. Well, Dennis, so- I don't know if you heard my theory. Just, if the Fed has already signaled
2: that, hey, inflation is enemy number one, full employment may be less important, then if, if the market were to follow that guidance, then this number is not as important as like CPI. Right, or PPI, whatever you know, like um, maybe it's just the number, maybe the market is just less focused on this right now.
4: I don't know, just a thought. I know nothing, but you know, I'm trying know to, to dip it. them now a little bit here, but it's a lot of chop.
2: Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of chop. chop. Uh, much will be made of this number again. It is ridiculously hard to predict, but we have to go off something. So that asked me to 447 was, it came, yeah, actual was well below that number. new, uh, new pre
3: market
4: low, Dennis. Things yeah. might be moving now. Yeah, they're starting to figure it out. They don't like yeah, it.
3: Yeah, it was weird because I see the spoofs move and I'm like, well, oh, I'm I was just yeah. sitting
4: there too. I'm waiting for, give me an indication. Like, you know, are you hitting them or what are we doing here? Like, give me, give, give me a tell. So yeah, now yeah. you're starting to get ahead of here a little bit. I guess, you know, this market couldn't figure it out. So, like, might as well just sell them because that's what's been working. Well, yeah, <laughs> we going. Yeah, what's oil doing? Just All hanging right. up. Still, uh, still really up move.
3: 77 cents. Gold not doing much. New pre-market low.
4: Uh, gold, gold, a
3: gold's leaking here. Gold's leaking here, Joel.
2: Yeah, gold's. gold's All right. gold. I mean, when I say leak, leak is a strong word. Anyway, um, let, let's bring on today's guest. Uh, This this is going to be a fun one here. Trevor Neal is the founder of RRG Research. He's also uh, a director at uh, the Beta Group. and He's got a really cool tool and how he visualizes the market. His charts are awesome if you if you uh, subscribe to the idea that money never leaves. It only rotates. It just moves around in a circle. So let's get Trevor Neal on the show right now all the way from across the pond. Trevor, uh, good afternoon, sir.
5: Yes, good afternoon. Hi, Uh, Spencer. Hi, guys. How's your Friday going? Very good. Very good. It's um, a bit uh, later in the day here, so I I, I
2: would love, uh, Trevor, just to start off with, just to get your thoughts high level, like what you're seeing out there in terms of the the rotation. And then I would love if you could uh, share your charts at some point uh, just by hitting that, that little share button on the middle there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been
5: listening to you guys talking and uh, digesting the the, uh, the numbers there, and um, you know, basically, I would say, if I may say, nothing really happened, um, and um, and so nothing changes, okay. and um, so the the existing trends are intact, and you know, from a institutional point of view. Uh, the from a big picture point of view and from a fund management point of view, there was nothing there that uh, uh, would alter any positions that people had, which are essentially bullish, particularly in the, in the U.S. stock market. And I, um, so I think it's onwards and uh, we haven't had a blip even um, in this uh, with this data here.
2: Maybe you're right. Maybe it's all just noise. Uh, that it very well could be the case, um, but but at, at a high level here, uh, Trevor, uh, w- what are you seeing from the different indexes? Um, you know, yes. Um, yeah, I, I would just love to get to get your overall thoughts here because uh, the way you, the way you look at things and the way you, you you visualize rotation, I think, is very is very interesting.
5: Okay, thank you. Um, oh. Now we got a bit of an echo.
2: Did you sh- try share? Oh, now it's gone. That's weird.
5: Yeah, that is weird. Okay. Uh, no, it's there.
2: Uh, Let's try something on my end. Let's try that. Okay, I'm starting to share
5: the screen. That's why. Okay. Um, okay. Nice.
2: Okay? Yes, I see that. Excellent.
5: Okay, brilliant. And, but we still got an echo. Um, yeah, you know why? It's because when you shared
2: your screen, you're also sharing your, your, your computer audio. Uh, but I think, I think we can roll with it, Trevor. Okay.
5: All right. Okay, let's uh, start with this um, first relative rotation graph here. The, As you can see, it's a scattergram with a quadrant. In the middle is uh, the MSCI world. So if you like, this is the world. And this is just to show you something you already know, that the S&P is the best uh, asset to be in in the world uh, compared to bonds, uh, even compared to the Dow, compared to emerging markets, compared to European markets by far. The S&P is the best security uh, sector to, to be in. But I want to drill down from that um, into eventually in a few minutes. Um, Wait, Tre- Trevor, the- hold on, stock.
2: Trevor, hold on real fast. Do you have YouTube open right now? If you do, can you close it? Uh, that that, that, that may I be do. what's causing switching. the echo here.
5: Um, switching. Off. I was listening to you on YouTube before, but I yeah. So down. No, let's get
2: rid of that there. All right.
5: Is that it better? No, it's not. Uh, what is going on? Um, let's just stop sharing for a second, see if it was to do with that.
4: Hmm.
2: Are you okay?
5: Yeah, I don't know. No, it's
2: not. No, it's not. It, it, okay, so it, it, it's something to do. I, you're you're playing us somewhere. I'm not sure where you're playing us, but but I can still hear you. So I, I think we can just keep keep rolling back with with the charts. And I I understand that the charts are a little bit hard to see. So Trevor, just go just just be be diligent in 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 describing explaining okay. them. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. Um, let me uh, sorry. Let me just
2: try if I mute now. Right. Can't hear you.
5: Okay, you can't hear me. Right, um, and then I just.
2: Yep. <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully that. Can you hear me now? Yep. I I hear you the same way. Okay.
5: So... With echo. Okay. Uh, shall we carry on?
2: Yeah, I I say I say let's keep powering through this. Uh, yeah. let's get your charts back on it if this uh, on the screen if we can.
5: Yeah. Okay, so you can't see the graphs. Let's do that.
2: And all right. Bottom line, from what you were saying before, is the S and P five hundred remains the quote unquote, and it's all relative, but the quote unquote safest place yeah. for, your, for for your money right now.
5: Yeah, and uh, um, I really want to show you the graph. Um, just with me a second.
2: No worries. All good. We're bearing with you. It's, okay. a fri- it's, a, it's a. That's Friday. very good of you to do that. It's a, it's a Friday, Trevor. What What else are we going to do? I, I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to kill time till four o'clock, right?
5: Okay. You time keep the time.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just trying to. I mean, you're you're a lot closer to four o'clock than I am. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, everyone.
5: Try and talk quietly. I guess I don't know what's picking up.
2: Here we go. Me. Okay, so back to the charts, though. Yeah.
5: yeah. OK, so um, let me move on uh, in. Well, uh, look at the S&P and this would be a normal way for people to look at the sectors of the S&P looking from starting from the performance of the beginning of last year to currently currently seeing that the, the energy sector has been top and and um, we go through uh, the sort of vertical column of what is strongest, but really how to really take the messages from that and understand what's really going on and where the opportunities lie. This is not the right way to look at it. The right way to look at it is to use a relative rotation graph. So let me just explain a little bit what it is. As you realize, these are the uh, the sectors, uh, the uh, sector uh, ETF fund sectors, and in the middle, we have the S&P itself. So it it is a dynamic scattergram. the top right-hand quadrant, which I call the leading quadrant, everything on the right of 100 is outperforming the S&P. So, for example, uh, we've got um, the uh, consumer discretionary. We've got uh, energy. All these things which are on the right and the furthest to the right means they're strongest. The weakest sector is the uh, communication services currently.
2: But- so my favorite part is when you show us how it, how, it, how it moves, though.
5: Uh, yes. Well, the the way we can see it move is is through sampling in the past, and um, uh, I haven't got set up for you, Spencer. The actual lovely um, uh, uh, gifts. Uh, that I show you last, I'm really sorry <laughs> about that. If I'd known, I would have done it. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, but here is, here, here is the journey it's taking. This is currently, this is last week, the week before, the week before, the week before. And that gives us the direct direction. As you say, it very visually shows the rotation. We talk about rotation in the market, uh, sector rotation. Well, this is it. This is what it looks like and the rotation is clockwise and so by displaying in in this way we um, can visualize the rotation and see the opportunities the just to explain on the vertical axis so the on the on the going right hand side of 100 and left hand side of 100 is is outperforming and underperforming but in the vertical axis it's the po- positive momentum of the outperformance so something which is heading for example Northeast, so north to ninety in the direction. So heading both right and higher means it's getting stronger with positive momentum. Here we've got um, in the communication services we've got something which is weak but is slightly improving in its positive momentum. So if you think of a list of um, anything, it could be uh, the as it is in this case, the um, sectors, but it could be stock markets of the world versus the MSC world index. It could be the consumer durables uh, sector and all the stocks that are in it. Any list like that, you've got a column strength, strongest to weakest, but they move inside the column. And yeah. really the opportunities are to be made from uh, joining things which are moving up the column and speeding up the column. Not buying the things at the top because they're the things which are already the strongest, and, and really you've lost the opportunity there. So, that's so the, the
2: yeah, so the idea is if you think of it like a clock, the idea is you want things moving from six o'clock to 12 o'clock or six, six o'clock to three o'clock. Um,
5: yes, right? um, actually, I would rather go from three o'clock to 12 o'clock because okay. that is, that is um, the sector which these are, these are the things which are underperforming. Say, for, for example, the consumer staples here are underperforming, so they're not yet crossed this uh, 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 vertical axis here at 100, but okay. the direction is northerly. And so it's got upside momentum. So it's going up the list, It's uh, uh, it's below the benchmark, but it's moving up fast.
2: Okay, and, and and just to be absolutely clear, we're looking at the the, the ones that you prefer. The uh, you just said you just said uh, three to three to twelve was what was that you just said. Yes, uh, or okay. twelve to th- uh,
5: uh, uh, sorry, um, nine to twelve. Nine to or, twelve, nine to 12 right. Or twelve to three. Right. So nine <laughs>
2: nine, to, nine to twelve or nine to three. That, that that's that's consumer staples. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, that's the XLP, and I'm trying to. That's that's the banks. So that's the XLF. And it's a little yes. small here, so it's, it's also down here. I'm sorry.
5: This is XLF. This is XLB, uh, which yeah. of course is materials. I'm sorry, sorry.
2: it's so small. Yeah, a, yeah. I'm just trying to zoom in there. So it's materials, it's utilities. Yes. So it's, in it's- fact,
5: the defensive sectors. Yeah. Um, right. Actually, um, surprisingly, and given this stage of, of of the market, but that's the reality. That's what is is moving out most strongly.
2: Got it. All right. Very interesting takeaways here, and then the exact opposite for the uh, the, the the other the other sectors. Based. Yes, right. exactly. So
5: sure. even here, you've got human territory, which is which is over on the right, but the direction is not good. So whether, whether which quadrant is the one you want from from nine to twelve or twelve to three depends on really your attitude to risk. Anything which is here is already leading, sure. and you're joining things which are leading and uh, this one here is early stages that's the materials is early stages but if you're more aggressive then you want to uh, participate in the things which are not yet leading which are actually coming up for this which are going to be the next big thing Look right right when you it's, think it's going to be
2: it's because a question it's of how how early do you are you willing to be right yes. or, right yes. how, how soon do you want to hop on the train uh okay. do you do you do this sort of thing for individual names or just the, just the
5: sectors um I do, do it for individual names in fact uh, I'd like to do that now let's uh, let if you, if you're okay yes. with that yes please. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to the uh, staples. So I'm going to take this now, and I'm going to put it in the middle, and then uh, plot the stocks in the uh, the sector itself. So here's, here is the RRG, now in the middle, we've got the, uh, the, uh, the the index, and then we've got the individual stocks. Now, bear in mind the interpretation of this is that you want you want to hear, see things which are heading northeast not to to 90 degrees if you like um, further away from the um, the crosshair is best because anything which is close to the crosshair is correlating with the index so you can't get out performance you need things which are away from it um, and also If you look at the samples here, these are weekly samples. This is last week, the week before, the week before, and the week before. This gap is widening, and this means that it's going faster. So this stock is actually um, uh, strong and getting stronger What stock is that? Okay, the stock is TAP, which is uh, Molson. Um, So let's have a look at uh, Molson here it is here actually here it is now this is uh, look at this chart so now we're looking at on absolute basis this is uh Molson as a ratio of the uh, of the sector um it's turned up here so it's you can see the strengthening that's going on here but just looking at this as an absolute chartist i would say low lower low lower low lower low higher low neckline do you think shoulder head shoulder uh, and we're breaking up through the neckline of that. And so going from the very top of the world, if you like, um, we see the U.S. stock market is strongest. We see that the uh, uh, the staples uh, are the most promising sector of the, of the S&P. And then we go down and we can look at individual uh, stocks and uh, pick one in the position that we like. And I like this one because it's whizzing through um, here. And that's Molson. Uh, Another one you might uh, 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 Cisco um, here is is um, uh, it's moving strongly to the right, but it isn't rising. So, you know, uh, whether you prefer this one or this one, this is strong and getting stronger, but the momentum isn't there, but it's still probably a good chart. here we go and uh, there it is uh, the chart of it looking good but i would say of the two charts going down to the sort of absolute level of individual securities and the um the uh, uh molson not uh, monster but molson is a better looking chart you know as a, as a new buy opportunity you know so um, yeah breaking up from the neckline of the head and shoulders
1: I, I awesome.
2: I mean, I, I'm a very visual person, so I'm, I'm a very big fan as to how, how that information is displayed visually. Everyone is different each their own. Everyone's got preferences, but I, I'm a big fan of that, just that clockwise visualization of, uh, again, we don't need that to, to, to see what's, what's outperforming and underperforming. But, but it's, it's harder to visualize how that outperformance changes over time right? And, and yes. I, I, I like that, uh, those kinds of charts. So, Trevor Neal, again, RRG Research, uh, also an analyst at the Beta Group. Um, Trevor, uh, thank you for joining us late on a Friday for you. Uh, have a great weekend, and we'd love to uh, get you back on. De- yeah, thank you very time. much, Spencer. Thank next you very
5: time. much indeed, everybody. I apologize for the sound. I don't ne- ne- next
2: there. Next time with a better audio, but all good. All good, Trevor. Um, it is 8.52. Dennis is, is dug out from under his doldrums. Um, we did stop going down. Dennis. For the moment. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. They hammered they tech. The
4: they bought banks. So that's what, it, you know, the dust has settled now. We couldn't figure it out at 833. They haven't decided what they wanted to do, and then they decided they're going to hammer tech, buy banks. Now that trade's come back in a little bit. It really, like, look at what the Qs just did, Joel. Um, they really hit them down hard, and then they bounced them, and now they're starting to hit them again. Again, the only thing we could promise you was chop while you are getting chop. So um, I don't know where we're ending up an hour from now. Nobody knows in this market. This market's especially hard to predict, you know, the next minute, let alone the next hour. But right now they are hitting tech fairly hard this morning and they are buying banks. So there is separation. They're going right back. I think that's what sits there for two minutes. Doesn't know what to do. Let's go back to what works.
1: Yeah, yeah, buying value and
4: selling <laughs> growth. And I think that's what the market did. I mean, you look at ARKK getting ahead here again. Um, Obviously, the Q is getting ahead here. So market going with what works. They're hitting tech and they're buying banks. I don't know if that continues or if it reverses itself after the open. But as of right now, that's what we're looking at.
3: It was almost like people wanted to sell a rip and, like, there wasn't a rip, you know. I mean, there was a little bit of a pop. But unless you were out there, like, within the first minute and then they're like, okay. Let's rip zone. So, oh no, we're not ripping it. And you gotta, you know, then you started selling a little bit on weakness. So we made a pre-market low at uh, forty-six seventy. That stands right now. Yesterday's low, the low of the decline's been forty-six sixty-two, um, and that's that's your area. If you've been leaning on the low of the move, that's that's where it is. Sure looks like that's going to be tested though today, maybe, maybe even before the open. It's
4: a tricky right. market to trade right now. Yeah, so lots of chop.
2: Yeah, we got five minutes left, so let's do this. We'll do some ticker time. Drop your tickets for us in the chat. I saw some people off the top of the show were asking about Ford. Yes, we have broken. Oh no, well we're not that, but we we did break above twenty five dollars earlier in the morning. There was a couple mm-hmm. people talking about this stock at the top of the hour.
3: Um, I don't know what there's to say about that. <laughs> Their they're line, I mean, 25, it's traded it up in the pre-market, got over 25. Boy, I tell you, it's, it hasn't been a 25 in 100 years. So uh, it, it had a couple days where I think it got up to 496 yesterday. Even when the market was selling off, Ford was uh, refusing to sell off. So 495, uh, you know, 495, 25, did get over there in the pre-market. You clear that, then 25 and a half. But, uh, boy, oh, boy, i can you see the book there at 25, Dennis, or not?
4: Well, did it trade through 25? Has it been through 25? Yeah, yeah it has. Yeah, if it's been through it's... 25, there won't be anything. Oh, no, not in the regular um, session. That, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, if it has in the regular session, let's go check it. So huh. I'm going to bring I, mean, I guarantee you there's going to be some size there because when it doesn't oh, go yeah. through it, there's a reason for that. Let's go look for 25. Uh, 446,000 shares, so somewhat significant. Yeah, okay. that's big. That's a, That's a lot of money. So uh, what it's about, not a million shares, half a million shares there. So yeah, that's some stock. That's substantial size. W- what about DraftKings here? Uh, PSA finally uh, showed life yesterday. And it's trying to show life here this morning. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're torn. A lot of these are a lot of these, you know, ARC names we could say we can throw it in there. She's been buying it nonstop. A lot of these uh, stocks did show life after the open yesterday. So they got hit off the open. They washed out in the first half hour. And then they started buying them all day yesterday. They're getting hit here again. Who knows when this ends, though? I mean, is it oversold? It's absolutely oversold. Is there, you know, it's got good value here? Probably not. I never crunched the numbers, but probably still nosebleeds. So it's tough. Like, you could get a bounce. I would say I liked the action yesterday in DraftKings, um, but now you're 250 off those lows. So if you could back and fill a little bit and give me a shot closer to those lows, I don't want to risk 10% because right now you're 10% off yesterday's lows. It's a pretty good bounce already. Uh, we do have sports betting in New York starting this weekend, FYI. Largest market for that. I did buy two
2: stocks yesterday in the long term. Wait, 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 wait. Joel was Joel going to open oh, his sorry. mouth. I interrupted I'm Sorry. Go.
3: Uh, just for like this DraftKings, I mean, if it can get green, what, 2580 close and stay green, you know, I, I mean, you have to risk down to the low of the move. But that's what I'd be looking at Uh on the dailies here, you know. Can it? I mean, twenty still a ways away from yesterday's high at twenty six forty seven. When you've had, uh, you've had three lower highs in a row. So if it holds green, maybe see if it tests twenty six forty seven. If not, I, I
4: look for it to roll over. All right, well, Dennis, what would you buy? Well, we talked about them yesterday, um, the Chinese stocks, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I was looking, I was like, I kind of want to own Baba and Baidu. I was like, I kind of want to own them. Did not buy the Baba. It didn't pull in enough. Um, it was up, uh, but then you had Baidu and JD that both pulled right back down. So they opened, they ran, and then they had this sell-off from like 10.45 to like 11.15. I was like, okay, now it's the time to strike if I was ever going to strike. So I threw a little bit of Baidu in my long-term portfolio and a little bit of JD I in my long I can't believe we've come to this. I know. I bought, and look, I, I actually got the market timing right on this one. I bought Baidu, I think. You know you can see, if you look at that opening bar, it ran from like 145 up to like 149. When it pulled back to where it was the previous day, that's my I struck so I think I got it 145. Um, obviously, 152 this morning, so it's working so far. JD, I got right on the, the pullback, too, right around 64 bucks. I got it right on that opening morning pullback around 1015. And then um, it ran to 68. I'm, I'm holding oh, these. It. I stuck them in the long-term portfolio, so... Just getting a little more exposure. I got a ton of cash in there. So I wanted to get a little bit of an exposure there. I was like, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm going to regret that. Maybe I'm going to get shined on these stocks. But dipping my toe in the water. We'll just say that. I didn't go all in. I just dipped my toe in JD and buy it.
3: Nice sell-offs. Yeah. And uh, I like the... uh... I like the Spencer theory about uh, the Olympics coming up and, you know, perhaps uh, playing nice for a couple of weeks through the Olympics. So maybe you won't see
5: nice any Megan
3: Neg- or actually Chris Patterson, I think you said in the chat. Christian Gallagher. Um, that was your Christian idea. Gallagher. If, if, okay, if, if, Christian Gallagher. OK, Christian. If this works out, it was
4: Christian's idea. It was
3: Chris. Yeah. Chris, uh, kudos That's to who it was. Uh, so Christian. if I make
4: money, thanks, Christian. If I don't make money, it's your fault, Christian. That's exactly <laughs> Just, kidding. Just kidding.
3: So it
2: goes. All right. It is 8.59. Let's wrap up the show here. Uh, we are we have more stocks to discuss, not to worry. But, Joel, I will catch you later. Yes, 3.30 sure. 3.30 for the At The Close show. Dennis, have a great rest of your day. I'm going to end this show now. We're going to go over to live trading with Benzinga, myself,
4: Dennis is still here. That's what You can, you can hang with. I'm Dennis. leaving. Okay, you can hang. Sorry, I'm going. You can Bye. hang. You want to hang? I'd like again? to, but it's too crazy.
2: Okay, fine. Then don't hang. Yeah, whatever. Um, myself, Ryan, Mitch, Zunaid, trading. Um, we're going until 10 p.m. to uh, 10 p.m. 10 a.m. today. Uh, we're only going for an hour because starting at 10 a.m. we have a company wide meeting. We do this every single quarter. Uh, it's it's all hands on deck. It's a quarter in review. It's a preview for what's to come so no live shows uh today from 10 until at the close of 3 30 uh but for the next hour the four of us will be in there trading with you so uh this stream will end and redirect straight to that show, so you don't even have to do anything. Um, Go ahead, in the meantime, and hit that like button for us. We'd appreciate that. Uh, Thanks to Trevor Neal for joining us on the show today. Thanks to all of you in the chat for hanging out and dropping your comments, uh, good, bad, and otherwise. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, only not for investment or training advice. No, Ms. Whitehouse, uh, the company-wide meeting will not be streamed. Um, I asked, but no. This is the answer. So that's that. All right, I'm gonna hop off here. See you guys over on on our next show. Uh, Let's go. Let's go make some money today.